Hey there, moneymaker. It's your Bill Dollar Bill. It's your Bill. It's your boy Dollar Bill. I messed it up. Whatever. It happens sometimes. I'm trying to come up with a cool nickname because all my friends have really cool nicknames. You got producer Jimmy, Coach Sid Meadows, the lady in red, Kim White, and then the thunder from down under, Carrie Zarb. Okay, maybe that's not really her nickname. And she's probably going to beat me up and I'm going to pay for that when I'm a guest on her show. So sorry, Carrie. Love you. Mean it. Okay, let's rock and roll. Why do I hate CPM rates? Well, I'm glad you didn't ask, but I'm going to tell you anyway. It's because it's a huge ripoff to podcasters. Why get paid pennies when you can get paid dollars? And now let me explain, first of all, what a CPM rate is. This means cost per milli, and it's basically a number, a dollar amount, per 1,000 downloads in our industry of podcasting. So, for instance, if you have a show, you do four episodes a month, and they all get a thousand downloads per month, and you say your CPM rate is, for ease of math, ten dollars. You're gonna get paid forty dollars a month. Now, for somebody who's not making any money with their show, that might sound really good. Especially if you have three sponsors on your show, that might sound even better. You're like, oh, okay, cool. Now I got now I'm making 120 bucks. This is great per month. This is awesome. This is great. But in my opinion. 40 bucks isn't a lot per sponsor. I don't know about you, but I have a toddler that probably eats $40 worth of snacks in a couple of days. So for me to bring on the extra workload of recording ad spots, for making room for them, for really doing a good job on pitching the sponsor or pitching the product that I'm, that I'm doing, it's not really worth my time to make $40. So therefore, I'm just not going to do it. And when I was first getting into podcasting, and I was growing my audience, I was growing my show, I was growing my community. Everyone kept saying, Billy, you need five to 10,000 downloads per episode to get a sponsor to make any real money. And I'm thinking, what are you talking about? Like, I'm never going to get that. My show is so niche. It's on the coast of North Carolina. We're talking about saltwater fishing. Like, what are you talking about? I'm never going to get 40,000 downloads per episode or per, you know, per month, like 10,000 per episode. So if I go by this model, I'm never going to make any money. So I started looking at it a little bit different. And as my friend Coach Sid Meadows from the Amazing Entrepreneurs Club says, I was reframing my sales pitch. And so I went into this thing saying, okay, what is the real value of what I'm doing here? It's not just the work because people don't care about the work, right? They don't care that you're recording. They don't care if you're not eating dinner with your family because you're editing a show and promoting it and all that. None of that stuff really matters. So I can't go, well, I'm doing all this work. You should pay me because it's your podcast. It's your show. That's just the cost of doing business, cost of podcasting. But what you are doing is you are nurturing this pure audience. You are nurturing this community of people, this niche market. Now, if you don't have a niche or if you don't know what that is, there's ways to figure that out. I'm not going to jump into it in this episode, but feel free to go to my go to my website, podcastingformoney.com, and shoot me an email, contact me on there, and we can talk about it. I can maybe steer you in the right direction. But I have started looking at this. I'm like, man, I get this really dialed-in audience. It might not be the biggest audience, but it is a niche audience. It is ripe with quality buyers for uh, the fishing industry, whoever's serving the anglers in the fishing industry. These people are ripe. They're coming to my show to listen to what my co-host, myself, and our guests have to say about saltwater fishing every single week. So if they have a product, a service, whatever it is to present to this audience, here we go. 
you know, there we go. Here we go. We're, we're in. We're in. This is a pure audience. This is not a huge audience, but it is a qualified audience. And so I started to really focus on this. I started to really look at it and, and frame up my sales pitch to this thing. And I was able to get a sponsor after four episodes with 400 downloads. Now, break that down, divide that 400 by four. That's 100 people, 100 listeners per episode listening to my podcast. Now, I realize that that is a still a really good amount. And obviously, um, there are some things that I was doing previously in the fishing community that was able to have that number there. There There's things that my partner was doing previously in the fishing community. So we were pretty well connected in our industry and that we could get that number up there pretty quickly. But once again, I'm not focused on numbers. But with that 400 downloads that I did have, I went and closed a deal for $200 per episode. Now, that same sponsor at the time of this recording has been sponsoring us for nearly 80 episodes. They have stayed with us the entire time. They've literally got a spot on our show. They've become a part of the framework of what we're trying to accomplish. And that's only one sponsor. And we've brought on several others, including local businesses, national businesses, statewide businesses, all over the map with this same CPM objection, which I'm going to teach to you in just a moment. So why do I hate CPM so much? It's because it's based on numbers. It's based on downloads and it's not based on quality of audience. So CPM rate is big in newspapers and billboards and magazines and all these other things. But for us, that doesn't make a lot of sense because we're a person. And I learned this from producer Jimmy's uh, friend, Glenn, the geek over the horse podcast network or radio network. And he was talking about this. He's like, I'm a personality. Like I have a personality. I'm building relationship with my listeners week after week after week. They know my voice. They trust me. And when I say, Hey, go buy that saddle because it's really good. I've used it or whatever, you know, his pitch is for his sponsors, his audience responds and they trust him and they go out and they buy it if they're looking for it and they buy it and it's valuable. And he cuts down all this marketing that would have to be done. Like you didn't have to hit them 12, 15 different times. But if they're looking for it and he has a recommendation, he can just recommend that product, that service, that brand. All right. So that's the power that we have. One is we're personality. We're not just a flat magazine ad. We're not just a billboard that no one looks at because they're all looking at their phones. We're not, you know, we're not a, a Facebook ad. And by the way, another thing for you, all those things have a shelf life. They all go away. And this is one of the biggest parts of my sales pitch is they all go away. But I don't. My shows don't go away. And how I do it is I bake in sponsorship relationships and ads because I want the long-term relationship with them. And I want them to continue to get a return on their investment even after they stop advertising or if they stop advertising with us because people will go back and listen to those older episodes. Now, we have some evergreen content. How you catch a flounder today is probably going to how you're going to catch one five years from now. They're going to live in the same place. You might use a different lure, but they're going to live in the same place. Now, when I say that, some of you might go, oh man, I don't have a niche. I don't have a dialed in audience. Don't worry. Once again, if you need help with that, shoot me an email, billy at podcastingformoney.com. And I might be able to coach you into how you can sliver out some of that, that information, some of that data of the people that you do have 
and really target that audience for businesses in certain areas or, um, you know, themes throughout your show to really target that niche. So anyway, I'm not going to get in, into any more of that stuff, but I did want to share with you, like, don't be disheartened if you're like, I don't have a, a niche that heavy. All right. So now what do you do when somebody, you call a sponsor, you qualify them, which there's a previous episode of that and they're really hot on it and they're like, cool. What's your CPM rate? And you go, huh? you know, this is going to happen. This is what's going to happen because traditional advertising says we buy by CPM rate. And this is what your sponsor is going to say. So what's your CPM rate? That's how we typically buy advertising is through a CPM model. And my response is simply this. I completely understand. And fortunately for you, my podcast episodes don't expire and neither do your ads. Neither does this ad read or whatever we do together. It doesn't go anywhere. So essentially I'm charging you one time for a lifetime ad. Now, name one platform that charges one time for a lifetime ad. And then I remind them, newspapers, billboards, Facebook ads, Instagram ads, all these places they have a shelf life, they'll all go away. But mine doesn't go away. And we're going to be here and it's going to be ringing that bell, ringing that phone years from now. Now I'll share a quick story with you. I, Before I started the fishing show that I have now, I had a fishing show previously. And it grew, and but one of the sponsors was my brand. I have a company called Thorpe Creative where we did T-shirts and printing and all that kind of stuff. Now, I don't really do that business as much anymore, but I do have some referral resources, and I do get affiliate marketing dollars from it. So if you need something in that world of promotional items, sure, send me an email. I can help you out. I'll get paid. No additional cost to you. See right there, affiliate marketing. So I set it up. I didn't just walk away from the business when it, when it almost died in 2020, but I turned it into an affiliate type of business where I can still get paid. So what just happened today as I was recording this episode, as I was messing up an episode and re-recording it, I got an email from a guy who says, hey, I need some branding. I need a logo, XYZ, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like, cool, here's the person, which is my wife. And here's the person that you can talk to, blah, blah, blah. By the way, how did you find out about my business? So immediately sends me a response. Hey, I found you on this fishing show, XYZ. And, uh, you know, I listen to fishing, love fishing, heard about your business on this fishing show. I haven't been on that show in two years yet. Somebody heard about my ad and now we're probably going to do somewhere between an 800 and $2,000 branding package, depending on what he wants. My wife will. And so there, that is revenue into my business for a podcast. I haven't advertised on in two years. I haven't been on. And that was within the first 25 episodes before I sold the show. So that is the power of marketing on a podcast. And that is the power of building these sponsorship relationships and putting them out there and overcoming the CPM objection. And I want you to get paid dollars, hundreds of dollars per episode, not pennies per episode uh, and pennies a month. So be confident in what you have. Know your audience. Know your community. And when you're going to pitch these sponsors, don't be afraid of that CPM objection. Hit it face on and say exactly what I said. Fortunately for you, our ads don't ever our ads don't expire like everything else does. Let them know what's up. Let them know, hey, I'm not going to play the old CPM game because you want to pay me off my numbers off the first 30 days. Well, I want to get paid what I want to get paid. And let's talk about that just for one one moment. What should you be getting paid? How do you come up with these numbers? Now, one thing I'm going to try in the new year is I'm going to take my, since we have a bigger audience now, we're, we're at 400 downloads, we're at 100 downloads an episode, 
and now we're in the thousands. Now we're in the 10 or 12,000 downloads slash views because we have a YouTube channel as well. So I'm going to look at the CPM model, but then I'm going to add a percentage to it. So I'm going to go, okay, CPM, I am going to use CPM as my base rate. And then I'm going to put what I want to make on top of it. Now it's your show. It's your rules. And as my friend over at Amazing Entrepreneurs Club, Sid Meadows will say, don't undervalue yourself. And if you, if people are saying yes, really fast, your prices are way too low. So I want you to think about that. Go out there and ask for what you want. And if the answer is no, then say, okay, well, what, you know, what can work in your, in your budget? Like what is, what number were you expecting? And if it makes sense for you to negotiate, who cares? Have fun with this because the good thing about sponsorships is you don't have that many places. Now you can build out, you know, a mid roll or, or a pre roll, a mid roll and a post roll, or you can put two, two and two or whatever. You can have three or you can have six or you can have 15 sponsors. It doesn't really matter, uh, but do what you want and get paid what you want. And that's why I created this whole episode. That's why I created podcasting for money because I'm tired of creators and podcasters in particular spending all this time and energy to build these pure audiences, to build these, these communities of people that love them, that know them, love them and trust what they say. And will and we'll go check out these products and these brands that they recommend. And these brands are probably closing hundreds, if not thousands of dollars worth of deals off of these podcasters. Yet the podcasters getting paid pennies and it's highway robbery. So in my opinion, until it changes, if it changes, you should shut off that little little toggle on your CPM rate there on your hosting company. You should turn that right off and say, you know what, hosting company, if you really want to help me out, then help me negotiate some real sponsorship money. So that is all for me. I am off of my soapbox. Say no to CPM. And remember this, whatever you allow will prevail. Now, I'm not really sure who said that. Maybe a couple people in a few different ways. But whatever it is that you allow... It's going to prevail in your life. So if you allow yourself to get raked over those CPM coals, then that's what's going to happen. But if you stand up for yourself, you do the work, you create a media kit, say, this is my value. I know what I'm worth. I know what I'm able to accomplish. Then you're going to come out on top and do what you want to do. And if you're a podcaster and you want this to be your full-time income, it's possible. I've been doing this for about 18 months as a full-time creator. It's changed my life. And most of that money has come through sponsorships. Now, if you've heard anything I've ever talked about on previous episodes, I'm all about creating layers of revenue and multiple streams of revenue. Uh, so if you enjoy this episode, feel free to hit that follow button. Once again, feel free to leave me a review, a rating where you can, and let's connect. Go to Instagram, Podcasting for Money, over on Instagram, and let's connect on there. And if you're on Clubhouse, uh, it's just Billy Thorpe on Clubhouse. Would love to uh, continue to build that relationship and cultivate this community with you. All right, that's it for me. Go hit record, go create something great, and we'll talk to you soon.